Hey, and welcome to Imani Nicole, the podcast, the place where you can be both spiritual and the most authentic version of yourself. I'm your host and lit life coach, Imani, and I will help demystify spiritual concepts and empower you to be the most lit version of yourself as you navigate your spiritual journey, relationships, and self-evolution while having a ton of fun in the process. Let's be our best selves together and let's get started. Hello, sweet soul. Welcome to this episode. Welcome to my energy. I am so, so happy you're here and I hope you are doing so, so well. I am sitting here sipping a glass of pink Moscato. Um, Don't worry, it's nighttime by the time I'm recording this. (laughs) So in case you're listening to this like in the morning, I'm not replacing my orange juice in the morning with wine. It is a well into the evening. So since manifestation is going to be a very foundational topic of discussion on this podcast, I wanted to start very, very early on with a convo about what manifesting is and even more importantly, what it ain't. So you can think of this podcast episode as Moscato and manifesting. Yeah. So let's get into it. I feel like manifesting is such a buzzword in the spirituality and personal development space. And there are so many definitions of manifesting. And I love this one from Catherine Zinkina. She's the manifestation babe. And she says that manifesting is the phenomenon that occurs when something's that originated in your imagination become actualized in your physical reality. So in other words, manifesting is bringing something into your physical reality that did not previously exist or was not a part of your reality before. And there may be this conception about manifesting that it's all about gimme gimme and treating the universe like a genie in a bottle. But here's the tea. We are manifesting something all the time. Manifesting doesn't just happen when you're meditating or when you're journaling or visualizing because manifesting is a way of being and existing in the world. It's a matter of if you're consciously manifesting or unconsciously manifesting. I'll get into this a little more. Conscious manifesting is... Actively creating a desired experience in a way that brings what was in your imagination into your physical reality, right? So you're doing it on purpose and with purpose. And so this includes getting in tune with what you want, creating the life that you want to experience, becoming the version of you who has this thing in your reality. When you're unconsciously manifesting That means that you're not being an active participant in the life that you want to create. So this can sound like life happening to you, right? And kind of being in the backseat and watching your life happen. And it can also mean that you're not paying attention to how you exist in the world and you're not really examining the core beliefs that can affect how you experience your life. For example, 
If someone has a core belief that whatever can go wrong will, guess what? Their attention is going to be hyper aware on how everything is not going well. Whereas if you have someone who has a core belief that everything works out, their attention is going to be attuned to everything that does end up working out for them. So at a deeper level, I want to explain what manifesting is and what it isn't. And when I say manifesting, I definitely mean conscious manifesting. So manifesting is not waiting around for an opportunity to fall in your lap. In other words, manifesting is not passive at all. When you're wanting to manifest something into your reality, it requires your full participation and cooperation. So in the early days of my manifestation process and learning what it is and manifesting on purpose, I thought that as long as you were quote unquote in alignment, my idea of alignment was meditating and visualizing it. And I thought that's all you needed to do to be in alignment, right? And because I was in this alignment and that I could clearly visualize it, that someone would come knocking on my door and just bless me with an opportunity as long as I was quote unquote in alignment, right? And while yes, being in alignment is 100% part of the process, but it's not all of the process. You have to take aligned action. So what do you mean, Amani? Aligned with what? When I'm talking about when I say alignment, I'm talking about internal and external alignment. So when I say internal alignment, I mean, is the action that you're taking congruent with your core values? Is it congruent with who you are, right? And external alignment, meaning is the action that you're taking congruent with the outcome that you want, right? And so taking aligned action will not always feel good. Don't get it twisted ever, right? Just because aligned is in the name doesn't mean that it will always feel blissful, right? Taking an aligned action may make you want to throw up. <laughs> I remember asking the CEO of Turnup Squad, Tansy, to speak at the very first Turnup conference ever. And if I'm not mistaken, this was before I was interested in being a life coach or I was very new to the game. I can't remember in this moment. But regardless of the timing, it made zero, absolutely zero sense for me to ask her anything like that from my perspective because I had all of these stories about how I'm not a good speaker and who am I to speak and who cares and blah, 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 whatever, whatever, right? I mean, when she asked me to speak for the very first time on our Sunday night squad calls where we all get together and, you know, pump ourselves up for the week ahead, I almost lied and told her that I had homework. <laughs> So I could get out of it. And I was still in grad school at the time. So I could have gotten away with that lie, but it was a lie. Um, but anyway, I'm getting off track. But getting to the point, she said yes. Um, and I told her that I wanted to throw up. But I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited to speak at this conference. 
And she told me something that truly changed my life from that point on. She said, if it makes you excited and nervous, that's exactly what you need to be doing. And from that point on, I use that as an indicator, not only to follow that feeling, but that it's safe to follow that feeling and to act from that place, right? And so if you're not used to doing that, it's definitely a muscle that you have to build through repetition. But using that as an indicator that if it's exciting and it also makes me nervous, amazing, let's do it. So all that to say, aligned action will stretch you. It should stretch you. It should make you want to throw up a little. As long as you're not compromising who you are and compromising your values for someone or something, because it's not that serious. Nothing is that serious, right? And as I mentioned before, manifesting is a process of alignment. So speaking on alignment, sometimes what we once wanted is not in alignment with who we are anymore. And that gets to be okay. I think sometimes when we want something so hard and for so long, we can get caught up or create all of these stories about not wanting it anymore. And for me, my gosh, I could Think back to when I was eight and writing on a little sticky note in my mom's office that I wanted a PhD and then flash forward being in my 20s saying, "Mm, I don't think this is my truth anymore, (laughs) you know? So when we allow our desires to evolve as we evolve, that's where the magic happens. And that's when we give ourselves permission to say yes and walk away sometimes from something that we once wanted, not because it's too hard or not because, you know, we're just quitting it or we're quitters or whatever the mind drama is, right? We're giving ourselves permission to pursue something else because that's more in alignment with who we are right now. All right, so my next point that I want to make is that manifesting is not suppressing negative emotions. And I want to address this because I feel like this is one of the many reasons why people may be turned off to manifesting or the law of attraction. And honestly, that was one of the things that tripped me up when I first entered the space of manifesting right? I listened to a lot of teachers in my early days. And one of the main points that I can't lie initially turned me off was that you need to feel good and think positively. And when you don't feel good, just take a nap. And initially I was like, what are you even talking about? Take a nap. If that's not avoidance, I don't know what is. But that's why context and elaboration are so important. (laughs) So if you have a negative Nancy who has a specific thought pattern for decades upon decades and you say to them, just think positive thoughts, it's like telling someone who speaks Dutch and only Dutch to just speak English when they didn't even know the English language existed, right? 
But like any kind of mastery, it takes awareness and repetition to be able to get to the point to even be able to one, notice the thought in the first place and two, choose a new thought over and over and over again. And this isn't a one and done job. It's sincerely like mental fitness. It is mental fitness, being able to be aware and do it over and over and over again, right? You're not going to go to the gym one time, do one rep and expect to be buff or whatever it is that your body goals are, right? That's just not how it works. It takes repetition. And it's the same with our brain, which is a muscle. So if you are new to the game or trying to think positively, give yourself some grace. It will take time and time and time and it gets to be okay. But anyway, I'm getting on a tangent again. So the notion that you have to feel good all the time to manifest what you want, that's not healthy or sustainable or realistic. And quite frankly, it is false as fuck. It is, however, important to understand what your primary emotions are that you feel on a regular basis. So when I say primary emotions, I would say top three emotions that you feel on a regular basis. And when I say regular basis, I mean 80 to 90% of the time overall and how you feel about your overall experience. So do you need to feel good all the time? Absolutely not. However, it is important to understand how to process emotion. It is important to be able to articulate what you're feeling in order to understand the emotion on a deeper level. It is important to understand that you can alchemize and let the emotion move through you so that you're not consumed by it. And when you're able to do that, you're tapping into emotional mastery. So manifesting is about acknowledging the beliefs that you do have and the emotions that you do have about your ability or inability to do, be, or have what you desire. And this was the main piece that I was missing when I was introduced to manifesting. And that piece is all about the subconscious mind. And when I refer to the subconscious mind, I'm referring to the part of your mind that influences your thoughts and behaviors, oftentimes outside of your awareness. The subconscious mind learns its information or in other words, gets programmed through repetition and soaks up most of the information until you're about seven years old. But this can be reprogrammed later through a significant emotional event. And when I say significant emotional event, I'm not saying someone cut you off in traffic and they ticked you off. What I mean by a significant emotional event is something like, moving, something like trauma, some kind of emotional event that causes you to change your views or causes you to reevaluate your values. So you can want anything all you want, but until you rewire those subconscious beliefs that stop you from believing that you can have it, it 
honestly doesn't matter until you get your subconscious mind on board with what you want. And so I heard it explained this way. So imagine that your conscious mind is your pinky and the ego or how you view yourself in the world is your thumb and the rest of your hand is your subconscious mind. If you desire to bring in groceries from the car to your house, you're not going to just use your pinky and your thumb. You're going to want to use your whole hand. So is it impossible to carry in groceries with just your pinky and your thumb? Maybe not impossible, but it's a shit ton harder. And when I really dove into understanding how the subconscious mind works, it started to really click for me that the rate that you manifest greatly depends on how much your subconscious mind is on board with what you want. So you can expose these subconscious thoughts and beliefs by journaling and asking the right questions or having someone else ask you the right questions like a coach that expose those beliefs. And in the next episode, I will share my favorite question to uncover unconscious beliefs around what you're manifesting. But other questions that I love to uncover beliefs around what I want are, what are unspoken rules that I feel like I'm breaking if I manifested this thing that I want? Or I can't allow myself to want this because fill in the blank from there. And what would my mom or dad or significant other or significant family member say about this thing that I want? And so you can write those down and journal on them. And once those subconscious beliefs are exposed, now it's a matter of reprogramming the subconscious beliefs so that they are in alignment with what it is that you want to do, be, or have. And there are so many ways to reprogram the subconscious mind. And one of my favorite ways is tapping or EFT or emotional freedom technique. It's literally the same thing. And so basically what you do in tapping is tap on the specific meridian points while talking through a negative emotion or something in general that you want to shift. And so by tapping on these energy centers, you're moving energy around in your body. It's kind of like when you have gas and you rub on your stomach to make the gas pass. (laughs) It's kind of a weird and gross example, but it's the same concept. So not only does tapping move that stale energy out of you and balance you out, it calms you way down. So this is great to use when you're anxious or you're feeling activated because it actually calms down your amygdala. And the amygdala is a tiny almond-shaped part of your brain that is responsible for releasing stress hormones that can trigger fight or flight response. So when you're tapping, you're signaling to your amygdala, hey girl, it's fine, we can chill out now and everything's all right. 
So I won't get into that any deeper right now, but for more information on how tapping works and if you want to get into research about it, you can check out the show notes. And my second favorite way to reprogram my subconscious mind is with subliminals or subliminal audios. So subliminal audio is basically music that has affirmations embedded in them below your conscious awareness. So the main difference between affirmation audios or the meditations like you would find on YouTube and subliminal audio is that you can't hear the actual affirmation in the subliminal audio. And you might be thinking, well, okay, cool, Mani, but what's the point of that? (laughs) But honestly, it's great because sometimes with affirmations, they don't really work because you don't believe them. So if you're affirming, I attract money easily, for example, and you don't believe that, your conscious mind will be like, are you crazy? That's not true at all because X, Y, Z. Right. So the idea behind subliminals is that the affirmations are embedded in the music beneath your conscious awareness so that it can pass your conscious mind and go straight into the subconscious mind. So with subliminals, the subconscious mind is still able to take it in and learn it. And over time, through repetition, your neural pathways are still being rewired, even though you can't hear the actual affirmations. And I will be completely transparent about this. There's mixed results in the research showing whether or not subliminals work. And I'll include some research articles in the show notes if you are interested in that. I I promise you, you can take the girl out of research, but you can't take the researcher out of the girl. Um, (laughs) But anyway, that said, Subliminals work like a charm for me. And when I listened to subliminal audio for the first time, I was having a really hard time with the negative voices in my head being loud, loud. And the day after listening to the daytime and nighttime audio while I slept, it was the craziest thing. I kid you not the negative thoughts would start in my head, but it stopped mid-sentence. It was like the sentence would not even form in my brain. It was the trippiest thing I have ever experienced and been aware of. So if you're into this, there are some subliminal audios on YouTube, but I don't know. I have really mixed feelings about subliminals on YouTube. Personally, I don't trust my subconscious mind with any old body from the internet, right? But there are some creators that I do trust. So Yes Supply has a lot of good ones. But the ones that I love and use on a regular basis are from the Forward Institute, and that's F-W-R-D. And the creator of those subliminals is Julia Aboto, and she is incredible. Her link will be in the show notes. And honestly, I attribute her audios as being one of the reasons why this podcast exists in the first place, because about a month, no, about two months ago, 
I started listening to her subliminals on expanding your influence. That's literally what the package is called. But anyway, I'm getting on a tangent now. If you want to check out what she has to offer, there will be a link in the show notes. Full transparency, I am an affiliate, so I do get a commission if you choose to buy one of her products. But if that turns you off, no worries. You can just Google her and that's perfectly fine. Okay. That is all of the magic I have to share with you today. If you liked this episode, then you will love the next one where I share my exact process for manifesting. And I taught this process in the mastermind that I hold called Be That Bitch Mastermind. It's a group where we hold ourselves accountable to attracting our desires. And it's one of my absolute favorite conversations that I've ever had about manifesting ever. So if you are into that, I cannot wait to see you over there. And that is all I have for you today. Feel free to find me on Instagram at Imani Nicole and let me know what you took away from this episode. I love chatting with people in the DM. So just let me know what you loved and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, tell me about it. Find me on Instagram at Imani Nicole and tag me and tell me what you loved about this episode. I love hanging out with you and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. See you soon.